0: We're recording, we are recording. All right, so this is a conversation to answer a question. What if two ordinary, extraordinary working gals wanted to spend more time with their family, wanted some more freedom, had some certain skill sets, but just needed to figure out a way to take that and turn it into an income source, preferably passive, while they were still killing it at their careers, their 9 to 5s. Right. So, Rain, tell me a little bit about how did this whole idea
1: get started? Uh, well, so honestly, I have always been sort of a like so I've always had, you know, some degree of ambition. I really enjoy learning. I've always enjoyed learning, and I do have a little bit of ADHD when it comes to what am I going to do with my life. So I'm—I've always been a little bit attra- a little bit of a junkie. I've always been highly attracted to these <laughs> posts of, you know, you can make, you know, you can make five thousand dollars a month doing whatever or you know side hustle this or you know that kind of stuff and it appeals to me because I am in a very I'm in a great I have a great job I love my job I love my team I love what I do but it's very draining sort of emotionally and and not emotionally like you know I'm bothered by it but I put so I invest so much in my job so much of myself into my job that I don't have a lot left over for the things that are really important namely my family and my health and those sorts of things and I really feel unbalanced and so these sort of ideas attract me hey you can balance your life with passive income or doing this or doing that right but How much of that is really true? I mean, a lot of it is just sort of these promises that are not probably true. We don't, you know, I don't really know because I've never really tried them specifically. And by them, you mean like these, like write an ebook in a day. Those kind of promises. Right. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of those, right? All those always catch my eye. Like if somebody tells me I can do something in a day and make money at it, I'm like, great. Like, like what is it? How do we do it? How I earn $10,000 in my first month of blogging. Sure. Right. And the reason why I'm attracted to that is because I'm really, I am to the point that I am, I really am tired of trading my hours for dollars, right? This is a conversation that you and I have a lot. And... I feel like I've kind of earned the right to be there. I have put a lot of time and energy into my professional life. I am good at what I do. I am a hard worker. I'm very dedicated. I I go above and beyond. I mean, all of those things that would, if I would just invest in myself the same way that I invest in my 9 to 5 job, I feel like I could vastly improve my quality of life and the quality of life with my people my family for whom I'm doing all of this in the first place and so I really I'm just ready to I'm ready to invest in me I'm ready to invest in my ideas I'm ready to invest in my creativity I'm ready to use my skill sets for myself you know and I say for myself obviously you and I are in a partnership so for you also you know and I'm super excited like that's <laughs> like the icing on the cake truthfully but that's that's really where I am it really is okay
0: how about you so um, extremely similar situation so I spent most uh, a big chunk of my a- adulthood in kind of like the nonprofit sector mm-hmm. and obviously if anybody's ever worked in nonprofit that's a lot of hard work a lot of hours uh, but still you know being extremely professional and and mastering your craft in that Um, coming out of that it was a natural transition into a different space Um, so I'm in in marketing but as a mark so as a marketing professional um, again I love what I, I do most of the time I enjoy most of the people that I work with <laughs> and um, however when anytime not time, because I think there are people out there that never get to the point they're perfectly happy you know out there quote unquote working for the man like that is a hundred percent okay with them they're happy to go to work for somebody else come home with a paycheck work to retirement and then collect on that retirement like that's and that's awesome I'm so glad that there are people like that in the world but I am not one of them And so when I see myself putting lots of energy, time, effort, excellence into something and I do get a paycheck, so I do get to swap those hours for dollars. But at the end of the day, it's really building somebody else's wealth. Mm -hmm. Um, It really benefits somebody else in the end. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And and that's if I'm going to invest that same amount of time and energy and effort. Um, that creative suck that happens in in both of what we do professionally, mm-hmm. that drain that comes. If I'm going to drain those resources from myself, I'd rather it to be paying in the dividends to to my own project or my own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I would con- like to continue to earn said paycheck, uh, said income, while being able to still develop something else. Right. Um, which I think is important to both of us. We both would like to continue to have health insurance and, um, I'm not quite brave enough yet to abandon that idea. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be, but I'm not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I'm not either. I'm really not. Um, so that's the conversation is, was born, uh, Rain and I having this continuing conversation about trading, uh, hours for dollars, you know, somebody else building wealth mm-hmm. off of, you know, what we're kind of the sweat of our labor, so to speak, which, sure. you know, we don't
1: have taskmasters. It's not like that. No. But at the end of the day. We're really, I mean, it when if you really look at it under a microscope, we're in a pretty good situation as yes, far as. We both work from home. Yeah. We both have a lot of flexibility um, in our
0: schedule, but not a kind of like total anonymity like you know like like we we still have to answer to somebody um but we do have lots of flexibility we don't necessarily have to clock in or out um you know we're both salaried employees like we we we're we're super blessed like super super duper blessed sure um however it's not when I look down the road one of the things that we are both as well is trapped behind a desk eight to ten hours a day yes uh, we are tethered to a computer
1: yes and okay. at the whims of others yes. we're tethered to a computer and at the whims of other people's schedules so it's not as if we're tethered to a computer but there's a clear schedule of events and when we're interacting with people it really is as capricious as somebody needs something from us in whatever moment and we're sort of like geared to respond in that moment and it, it's disruptive yes absolutely
0: so um, previously, when I could, I w- was still tethered to a desk, but I had a lot more, a lot more freedom and flexibility. I could take that computer and move to the beach or poolside or wherever, and I was still getting my work done. Mm-hmm. And so, over the last few months, and particularly, I just came to that I really desired that more, that more um, when I was a freelancer and able to kind of work on my own schedule, if I wanted to. Travel and work two or three hours in the morning, go play all day, then come back work two or three hours more in the evening Mm -hmm. or late at night, and that I could do that, and I and I felt like I was missing out. So, thus, in general conversation, uh, Rain and I as friends, and Rain and I have in the past tried several different projects, yeah, in, in the past, and we just we genuinely love being together. We love spending time together. And so we'll basically use any excuse to hang out and be together.
1: <laughs> Shh, that's a secret.
0: <laughs> so any opportunity that we get, uh, we're all we're all in for that. But we both found ourselves in this exact same same boat uh, professionally and then kind of in our family situations as well. Our kids are getting older and just this real desire not to miss a moment mm-hmm. with, with them. And when I looked at my life, what I'd like it to look like five years from now, I really don't want it to look the way that it looks it looked yesterday when I was at my desk for 10 hours sure I don't want it to look that way
1: right so yes and so I would say you know one of the things how did the idea come about right the idea came about like how can we start to as you say untether ourselves from our desk without losing the advantages that we do have in our life being um you know, stable income, disposable income. You know, health insurance, those sorts of things. And so, I think initially the conversation. And we have worked on projects in the past. And I would say we failed successfully at those, right? Because we learned a lot of lessons along the way. But we got none to spend time them, together. Yeah, but none of them were. None of that. None of them stayed. None Correct. of. None of them are still around. Um. You know, and so we, you know, I, you know, we started thinking, okay, well, how can we, how can we sort of back out of some of the negatives while establishing some more of the positives? And so we started talking about having these ideas of how can we generate passive income? You know, it doesn't make more sense to do a thousand tiny products that continue to work for us. Do we need to go full in? And so really, As a result of those conversations, and it really did start, I think, it started somewhere different than it really is now, but where it is now, and I think where we're going with it is totally right. So, and that's probably a huge result of everything that we've done in the past over decades of relationship. Yeah but the idea was initially let's just test out some of these so let's test out some of these premises let's test out some of these claims like you can you can do this thing and you can make this kind of money and you know you don't really have to put much more effort into it because we don't have a lot more effort you know to give in some respects no and in some weeks less than others right um some weeks
0: are really hard and really draining so so yes that is where the original conversation was and it kind of we found ourselves saying the words like well what if you blah 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 or what what if i
1: blah 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 right and so we, and we always do that like that's a that's a function of our relationship <laughs> but, like that's i mean it doesn't matter what we're talking it's about it's kind of we, a core value yes what if you know tracy what if we go camping this weekend or you know what if we whatever like that's always how we talk, we speak to each other right and so we both have some really strong
0: interest based Hobbies and um, passions, Mm -hmm. and so originally when this conversation really started developing, it was around some things that were really central and specific to that, and which were different for each of us. Mm -hmm. So two kind of different topics, and we were talking about how to like take that topic that we're really passionate about, gives us a lot of life, like it feeds our soul, like we get really excited about it and how could we take those individual topics and turn it into like a passive source of income? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like when we first kind of just started chattering back and forth about it and I would say that was like somewhere in July. Yeah. um, Which then really quickly, like you said, it started evolving a little bit and so let's fast forward to on... August 11th. It was a I don't remember what day of the week it was. It was a beautiful probably a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it might we Wednesdays are pretty sacred to us. We've carved out that space in our schedules that we hold fast. Um and it's it's a hard count. And we've done it enough now and this it, today is what is today? I have no idea. September 20
1: No, it's October.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, not September
1: <laughs> anymore. <laughs> It's but October. October. It's a 23rd. Saturday. It's an it's an October and Saturday. It's a Saturday in October. I think it's the twenty third. It is the twenty third. Yes. Anyway, it
0: doesn't matter. The point is, we we we've, we've even got our husbands trained now that they know that Wednesdays are Rain and Tracy Day. So that's how far we've gotten, which is a huge step. Yes. Uh, in the right direction. So they know that that day is is sacred. So on August eleventh, let's talk about that day because that okay. was like a pivotal point. I feel like in this experiment, I think it's worth talking about. Yeah. So August 11th, we decided we're going to meet up and we both needed like an inspirational space.
1: Yes. So we both are very much nourished and fed spiritually by water. And so we decided we were going to go to the beach So we got our little chairs and we got our towels and we marched ourselves out with our notebooks and sat out at Fort Macon, North Carolina and just stared at the water and really talked about what we needed to focus on in our lives. And we didn't talk about specifics. Well, we did. I mean, we kind of of bannered a few things around, but those specifics were said sort of would these ideas feed these values? Would they give us the things that we need to really focus on? And um, And that's when we really started fleshing it out. I think that, for me, that was the day that I realized it could be real. Yeah, it would be. it would be real.
0: yes, that it that it would be, which is really interesting looking looking back. Um, I think we both wished that that conversation was recorded. It would have been like, uh, like a squirrel hunt because <laughs> <laughs> it was all over the place. Yeah, you think but this in, is bad <laughs> in the most delicious, most wonderful way? Yes. But one of the things we realized we were without, without knowing we were doing it because, like Rain just said, we weren't establishing like we want to start a cupcake baking business and do x y and z although we
1: did talk a lot about cupcakes we, we
0: did cupcakes <laughs> became like a, a theme yes um which i think it just shows we both really like cupcakes mm-hmm. but neither one of us desired to have a baking business no um however what we were doing is building these like parameters we were building kind of this fence work network of what we really wanted in the end like what we realized we weren't even we didn't even realize we were doing is kind of what we wanted the end result to look like and Mm -hmm. it wasn't about the actual like product or service that Mm -hmm. you could develop and quote-unquote sell Mm -hmm. we were really focusing on like the the how the how and the feeling and so we came up with these two words like the, the our, the, instead of the who and the what like our tribe and our vibe mm-hmm. and how important those two things and how central they were to whatever we were doing we didn't even know what we're doing mm-hmm. and guess what we still don't know what right. we're doing and surprise <laughs> and but we knew that the vibe and the tribe were were like uh what'd you call that tent tent, tent poles yeah tent poles um and we knew you know things like we don't We don't have these, like... We can't spend 40 hours a week on this. Mm -hmm. Not at this point in time. So, Mm -hmm. it would need to be small and bite-sized pieces. And we'd have to have it
1: really super manageable Mm -hmm. in such a way. And we wanted it to be... Whatever it is, especially, you know, as we're starting out, we want it to be actionable. Immediately actionable. But we also want it to feel accessible. You know, because we are going to be doing it in real time and discussing it. Like, we want to we want to be a sort of example, like you don't really have to know what you're doing, you don't have to know where you're going, you just kind of have to jump in both feet and, and sort of work through it. And, and we want to build momentum in ourselves and hopefully with other people who are also sort of in the same space that we are, which is I need to find a way to live authentically and all of these things that I'm doing to meet my responsibilities, I don't really feel good at the end of the day. Not I don't. And when I say good, not that you are doing something that you're not proud of or you don't feel good about or something, but it's just not. It's not who you are at the core. You're not feeding right. your
0: soul. Right. It's not nourishing your authentic self and your future self. Right. Absolutely. So at that point, we kind of talked about, we were kind of like, what if we like built these kind of like side hustles? Right. And then we just showed, demonstrated Mm -hmm. along the way, this side hustle. I I think we were like, what if we started a podcast? Yeah. I was like, okay. I like, I love to talk. That's like my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I love to talk. So Mm -hmm. yeah, sign me up. Um, But then we were you know so the podcast became this like way to translate what we were doing which the idea was these like doing these little side hustles to show you could we can we can like sure quote unquote make money on the side because the idea was that we needed an activity right like we had to be doing something right and then we would podcast about doing that something Mm -hmm. and then demonstrating it along the way Mm -hmm. and so um, we're like, oh, okay, okay, well that was that's kind of, that benchmark August 11, that's kind of where that concept kind of started evolving mm-hmm. and then we came up on that same day and we have evolved it a little bit since of some some words and we've for lack of a better word, we've called them a, a litmus test
1: mm-hmm. so
0: we've talked about this litmus test and, then, and because there were these words that kept coming up and we both kept writing down of really how we wanted this to feel and Mm -hmm. what we wanted it to be like not that we wanted it to be a the best baking company in the world like we we wanted it to be one of my words and this is directly out of my notebook from um august 11th is we wanted a space that was filled with generosity. Mm-hmm. That was a word that we, we wrote down. Yes, We wanted this, a generous space of, of sharing information, believing that everybody has the capacity to succeed and that we should celebrate the success of others. Um, so let's talk about some of those words and that what we've now dubbed our litmus test. So basically, if, if there's, what we've decided now is if we do anything, if it doesn't, if it doesn't check off the boxes for these, if we're not, If it doesn't go through
1: this sieve, then we're not doing it. Right. And I, so I don't, so I feel like when we talk about our litmus test too, it's not yet a concrete kind of check 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 I think we're still like in the sphere of it's almost like you know those word bubbles where like certain words keep percolating to the top and eventually you become like some of them are like massive because you've used that same word over and over and over again and that becomes one of your organizing principles absolutely
0: but let's just at this point in time let's talk about a few of those words that we think are pretty central to this this what To the What If Project. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about the What If Project. And we're going to talk a little bit later. Like what that looks like now. Since we've kind of talked it. And and the evolution of that. But what are some of those words. That we are really
1: motivated by. And want to keep central to our theme. Mm -hmm. So you said generous. Which I think is really important. So one of the things that we are really focused on. Is both sharing like sharing what we know without withholding in in order to give our give ourselves an advantage like we both agree that there we can all rise to the top and like the more of us that go upward the better sort of thing so we really want to be generous in spirit as well as i think in assets and resources you know the other thing that we've talked about is as we become more profitable in any capacity within our business we really want to build back some sort of financial sharing component and we don't know what that looks like yet but that is an intentional which is another one of our words intentional but that is a very like intentional part of our plan like it has to be it has to be part of wherever we're going yeah
0: so really early on i don't remember i it was after that august 11th date but I, I remember we were sitting in the car and, and conversating. And we're like, what if we could offer like microloans? Micro yeah. You I know, so that. like literally from the very beginning, like this desire to build in generosity into the what if project. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's part of why one of the things that we're doing is we have set uh, a preliminary budget of ourselves for building this business at $500 a piece. Which we know, is, I mean, that is still a fair chunk of change, but for us, we felt like that was fairly, um, fairly on the low end of what we could afford to put into it, and still achievable, right? Right. Uh, or that's you know that's our thinking is it's that's an achievable goal through various means, because we want to, if we're going to do something like microloans in the future, we would be able to say pay we took, we did this with this amount of money so it gives us a metric to start with absolutely I think even in the that and we've spent $50 so far yes. by the way just FYI so far. <laughs>
0: $50 on a domain name right. for two years correct two years domain uh, for the what if project but originally we even threw out ideas of like how to do it at zero cost. Mm-hmm. And and you know, decided for us that wasn't it, but we still decided like a $500
1: each was a pretty minimal investment. No, that's really a good point because we're trying not to spend that $500. Part of, for because we are in a partnership, part of it was put your money where your mouth is kind of thing, right? So we each put up, you know, some cash and it's in a shared place so that it keeps us accountable. Absolutely. So generosity. What's another word? Authentic. 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 Which I think we've covered along the way. But I think for me what that means is not making a decision because it seems like the decision I'm supposed to make within the scope of whatever it is we're doing. Like just because everybody else is doing something, we should do it this way. For me, authentic means having a conversation with you, thinking it through on my own, and coming to the conclusion that I think this is what we should do. And even if not everybody else is doing that thing, it doesn't matter, because we want to do it our way, and this is the way that feels right all the way around. Absolutely, so we, were,
0: we, went, we recently took this podcasting boot camp, which mm-hmm. I guess we can talk about that some other time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, it was a free, a totally free thing. And one of the things from that bootcamp that really stuck with me was when, meaning other people, other businesses, when they zig, you zag. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that so much, but it's, it's developed into more of is is when they zig, you just be really authentic and stay true to yourself. Like it's okay to be different or do things differently as long as it's being authentic to yourself or even exploring that idea of doing something differently. It's also okay to zig um, with everybody else. Totally, totally okay. <laughs> if that's okay. what feels, if that's right. What feels yeah. right, if that's what your heart is telling you, um, but yeah, I mean, my one of my favorite coffee mugs says "Be you," and you know, I think a lot of people struggle with being authentically themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we want to unapologetically be our, ourselves and be really honoring to ourselves now, and like I said earlier, our future selves as well, and other people, like, and encouraging that authenticity.
1: Mm-hmm encouraging is one of the words
0: right so that's what's and it's my next word so you know really a, a community of support right where uh, we want to build we want to build a community where that people can feel supported encouraged they can be their authentic selves
1: um, so community and support were two words that were on my list mm-hmm. and entrepreneurial Right, that's one of the words. I don't know if I, it's on my list. Somewhere. I have <laughs> my list of words. I need a list of my list of words, really, because I've got them everywhere. A list of your list. Words. Words are my. I love words. But um, you know, we want to encourage people to do what they want to do. So Tracy and I have always had somewhat of an entrepreneurial spirit. Hey, what if we did this? Hey, what if we? You know. We kind of tweaked that you know finding opportunities to make things a little bit better finding opportunities to make a little extra spending money you know whatever whatever that looks like and I think that there are there are so many people in the world uh, and I will say so many women in the world because you know I think primarily we will be talking to women because that's who we are and that's what we know and I think there are so many women in the world who are really, really good at that, right? They're really good at at making something a little bit better, making something a little bit more efficient, but my hang-up has always been, like, almost a lack of confidence, which is strange because I'm a fairly confident person, (laughs) right? But just, you know, believing in myself, following through... You know, and it seems like most of the examples that I see are of people who are like, I used to be this way, but now I'm making $3 million a day with my course that I built, like, overnight while I was asleep. You know, I mean, like, you can do it too. While I had perfect beach wave hair and perfect mascara. And my kids are so well behaved. So all of those things, right? And I'm like, okay, so that life doesn't look like my life. So how am I really going to achieve these things also? Because I do desire to achieve... You know, not necessarily the beach wave hair and the $3 million while I'm sleeping, but, oh, well, the $3 million while I'm sleeping. I can get on nice. with that. Yeah. But, you know, I want to achieve some level of success that, you know, stems from my agency and my ideas and my creativity and my production and that sort of thing that is that is directly um, beneficial to my family and that contributes to a lifestyle system where I'm spending more time like I don't want to be working my tail off 90 hours a week to be earning that I want to figure out a way to to I don't mind working 90 hours a week to get there for a while but I don't want to be cranking it out like that forever so that's one of the reasons why passive income has you know, we're trying really hard to focus on, you know, automating decisions, automating some of the work, developing passive income streams, because we don't want, we're not trying to like trade one beast for another beast. Like we're really trying to break the cycle. Absolutely, so during the same
0: time period, I had watched a TV program, and the, the person uh, that was being like, sort of interviewed, had created this amazing business and they were they had a a space that they turned into basically a a multi-unit airbnb which they already had so they were able to convert this beautiful space in mexico but she was passionate about cooking so then they they took the kitchen and developed it into a outdoorsy open air um educational style kitchen and so they in a mat combining a something they already had so a resource and combining a skill set and passion and took those two things and developed this business Mm -hmm. and and I just love that I -hmm. I love the whole thing of combining resources you already had skill set and passions you already had and putting them together for a business and then she said something that's really stuck with me since she says I want to live the retired lifestyle without being retired Mm -hmm. so she was willing to keep putting investment like investing her time into it but she wanted to live a retirement lifestyle and I think that that's kind of the space where we're too like we don't mind putting work and effort into it but not all day every day right like we still want to do it because that's we love we love doing that we I like working like yes. I enjoy it yeah I get a lot of satisfaction me from too it. and it, and but I equally get a lot of satisfaction out of traveling and um, seeing different parts of the country that I haven't seen and exploring national parks with my kids and and sitting on the beach or kayaking. You know, Rain has a different set of things that really make her excited too, but you know, that's, I want to be able to do those things too. And well, while I'm out kayaking, I'd really like for having something on the back end that's back there generating some income sure. while I'm out uh, living the retired life.
1: Right. And I was going to say those two things don't have to be mutually exclusive, right? Absolutely I not. mean, if you're intentional about the way it, or as we are being intentional about the way that we're building things, what has to pass the litmus test or the sniff test or whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, that is part of it, the right? The scratch
0: and sniff test. The
1: scratch and sniff test. <laughs> that's perfect. I love it. That's actually perfect. I love it. Um but yeah, so I mean, I and I totally agree with you, Tracy. That's and you know when you you brought that story to us, I think to one of our Wednesday dinners, or maybe or to us, you brought that story to me and you, ergo us, 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 um, and that really has become a really central. Like a really central idea for us, right? Which is using your resources that you have and your skills and assets that you have and combining them in a way that enables you to kind of work smarter, not harder, to continue to, you know, work towards living the retired life without being retired or, you know, however the phrasing is. I love it. Which I think we've set this
0: up nicely from uh, with the whole instead of litmus test we'll call it a scratch and sniff
1: test. yes I <laughs> Sets love that us really
0: nicely for kind of the next <laughs> like central core value to uh, um, the what if project and that is to be fun and silly and humorous um tell us what does that mean to you
1: um uh... Gosh, I don't know. So (laughs) fun is fun can be hard for me. I'm not generally the kind of person that can just, like, let my hair down sort of thing. But, you know, to me, it just means laughter. And it means color. It means bright colors. It means, you know, I mean, one of the things that we're building in is, you know, bright rainbow colors and, you know, audacious sort of patterns and, you know, and doing enjoyable things as part of our business plan. You know, we want, we've decided. (laughs) And. So I did, I do wanna back up two seconds and just say, I also think that this is a great example of how we're like, we work in such synchronicity, right? Where like one of us will say something and it enables the other to sort of jump to the next level. And I think we've actually really displayed that a couple of times today, <laughs> but the scratch and sniff test is a perfect idea, right? One of our organizing principles is playfulness, you know? And you know, we're talking about Lisa Frank a lot because she's kind of, a, She's been sort of an inspirational, uh, I don't want to call her an item because she's a human, but I mean, her products have become, are so inspirational because of their fun patterns and bright colors and they're evocative of our sort of high school days and all of those things are fun for us and they're, they're, they're smile making, you know? And so for me, that's, that's what that really means is just keeping a level, you know, my, I don't have any rainbow zebras in my life, otherwise, (laughs) except for now, you know, or those sorts of things. So for me, that's what it really means. It just means not taking things so seriously, being willing to do things differently, being willing to experiment with ideas, with activities, with methods of doing things, not being so attached to the outcome that I'm afraid of failure to the point that it paralyzes me, but just giving myself permission to sort of say, oh, well, I mean, I don't really know what I'm doing. I've been pretty upfront about that. So let's see what happens. Right. And I and I think in
0: part of that, and part of the, the, the humor, the fun, the lightness, you know, just really being silly, um, having just random amounts of fun, right? Like just totally like, don't spin the wheel we want the remember we talked about the wheel of what if like just spin the wheel and let the wheel decide yeah so they just sound that's fun because one of the the challenges like looking back historically is that if it's if if it's not fun Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be an indicator of of potential failure for us yes like we we might not stick with it we have enough obligation yeah so our daily lives our daily work is pretty heavy in and of itself there's not a lot of humor there there's it's not lighthearted it's 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 not even serious it's not even super fun a lot of the times um we (laughs) can tend to be pretty serious individuals also yes um and so to really kind of break out of that um, because we also, once we're together, like we we say some pretty funny crap. Like we do. like we like it's like we make ourselves laugh. Maybe nobody else will laugh,
1: but we we will be laughing. And I feel so like people will laugh whether it's with us or at us. Well, Does it Doesn't matter. Like as long as you're laughing, that's, just laugh. That's we don't goal. care. Yeah. we don't care.
0: But yeah, like so. But the the point is to like recognize like if anything begins to feel too much like work or too much like an obligation or too heavy our lives are already heavy, we would probably end up putting that down. Mm-hmm. So we need to kind of bake in uh, pre-made success or opportunities for success. These, you know, organizational principles that are going to lead down a successful pathway. Right. So that was like one that's really, really central to that. So punny is another word. We mm. love puns and we love words and silly, super silly things. Like scratch and sniff stickers and anything from you know the the late 80s and into the 90s and you know it was just it was fun it was fun being a kid and and kind of also reconnecting with that that youthfulness yes
1: and that like that idealism right don't you remember being a kid and you really did think, yeah, I can do whatever I want. Like the sky's the limit. All of my horizons are open. And, you know, we are sort of we've made a lot of those big life decisions and, you know, they're good decisions. They're solid decisions, but they're made now they're done. So some of that the sky's the limit stuff has sort of naturally kind of percolated out. And I'm excited about the idea of saying, okay, well, now we have a new horizon. You know, now we have a new a new set of goals, a new set of um, expectations, all of those things. And we can, just like back then, we can make those exactly the way we want to, but, but aren't we lucky, because we're so much smarter now than we were <laughs> back. I mean, we thought we knew it all back then. We totally did. We totally, well, we did know it all back then. I mean, you <laughs> couldn't have convinced us otherwise. But you know now we really do. I mean, we've had some some scrapes and you know some lessons learned or whatever. And what a great what a great time to take. Are you trying to say that you know challenge. it all now? Oh, yeah, I think that's true. Okay, yeah. we're good. I just want to make sure we were on the same. Write that down. Right. That's what rain knows it all.
0: fact, <laughs> <laughs> so we could just have like rain explains it all, like Clarissa explains it all. I was- I'm okay with that. Did you love Clarissa explains it all? I did. Love I Clarissa did too. Explains that was that was amazing. We should go home and watch that.
1: We should go home and watch that.
0: So, were there any other words that kind of create? I love you said organi- organizational principles, and I, I love that. I, I was think of it more of like that we we built the beating heart of of our. Of, of the what if project, like that's kind of where we started. We we built the heart mm-hmm. of, of, of the, everything that we'll go through to, to pump the blood to the other part. Because if that heart does not stay beating, mm-hmm. then that whatever the the downloadable, printable, or the course, or whatever the yeah. podcast, like they're not gonna survive. Sure. Because we haven't built that beating heart. Um, and, and it is part organizational
1: with their principles, their values. Mm. Did you have any other ones? I will, you know, I always do, but one word that I do want to highlight that we've talked about is honesty, like being honest, because I do feel like a lot of times, you know, the projects like this that I've encountered or podcasts that I've listened to, or just sort of, Hey, you can do this too kind of, you know, schemes. And I I don't mean scheme in, in a negative connotation, just, you know, this is how to do it. Uh, you know, I feel like sometimes they don't always really tell you, like, the good and the bad and the ugly. You sort of get the good and the dressed up and then mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> you know, and so I do want to be really honest. Like, I want to be honest about why I'm doing it. I want to be honest and open across the board. So something that I, you know, I did, I part of my 9 to 5 employment contract is disclosing, you know, if you are earning an outside income. And so I have gone ahead and let my company know, hey guys, I'm getting ready to, you know, we've been in development on this business idea and we're getting ready to sort of push play and take it to the next level. And that did two things for me. The first thing it did was it made it, you know, even more real in another aspect of my life, right? So my personal life, this has been very well known for a while. Um, but in my professional life, I hadn't really said anything. And then it makes me feel. And then I feel good about it, you know, because then I feel like there's no, there's no even like unintended roadblock. Like my brain is free to think about it all the time. My heart is free to be excited about it because I don't feel like I haven't been honest in all the ways that I need to be honest because when it does succeed, you know, I will, probably leave my job I mean because this is the lifestyle I'm trying to build I'm trying to build a lifestyle that encapsulates my authenticity and my generosity and my lifelong learning and my prioritization of family and those sorts of things and that's not something that I think even in the best of companies and I work for a great company but I think even in the best of companies you're still working for something that's a little bit cold you know it's it's a business entity and that's a different thing than leading from your heart or developing in partnership you know with these sorts of ideas in mind yeah a thousand a thousand percent agree with, with that
0: so with with that in mind and you know rain saying like she cleared because she like cleared the pathway we were trying to get as many of because we are we are creatives so mm-hmm. right we are we are creative people who who naturally like to self-sabotage without knowing it right <laughs> so we we know that about ourselves we've been plenty do actually of practice it. yeah and so those obstacles that inevitably we kind of know will naturally like to creep up we're trying to kind of go ahead and pull those out of the way like yes. ahead of time so you can have a clear not might have the the pathway plotted out but you have a clear vision of the goal on the other end mm-hmm. so what we did is we were like okay this is where we are these are kind of the parameters this is our scratch and sniff test now yes. that we we're gonna call it I love it you know so if it doesn't if it doesn't meet these things then we realize that's an evolving set of principles and, um, and we're definitely thinking about our like target audience and that the people who are gonna join us on, on this adventure join in the what if project they're part of that mm-hmm. right so So that will be an evolving thing. But I think everything we've talked about is super central. I don't think any of that is necessarily going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then we've talked about the goal, kind of like the objective, like the life that we're getting towards. It's Mm -hmm. not about, like at no point we're like, I want to have a multi-million dollar, you know, Beauty lifestyle company by writing blog posts like mm-hmm. we're like that's not it. So we have like this point A mm-hmm. and point B. Mm-hmm. Uh, point A being the the scratch and sniff test, all these beautiful words we just used, and B being the goal, like what what we're our trajectory, where we're headed, mm-hmm. um, and it's more of a lifestyle of what we want, right? So then it was like, well, how do we get from point A to point B? Right. We need a ride, and we're like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So thus, this entire concept of, well, what if we podcasted our way through it mm-hmm. and we just shared the journey along the way mm-hmm. and then it became what, you know, what if we literally experimented our way from point A to point B? It's kind of like hitchhiking a little bit. Like, if we just, like, left on a road trip without a dollar or, like, we know we want to get to San Francisco, but, like, we're not really sure how we're going to get there. Right. Maybe we'll ride a bike or take a train at some point in time. Maybe we'll waitress for a couple of days. I don't know. But, like, we don't have a solid plan. That's true. And the, that's true. That's honest. That's 100%. We do not have a plan. Right. And here's the thing. We don't want to have a plan. Right. So, right now, we're being really intentional about not having a plan and not giving too far ahead of ourselves, because we can officially say, like, that the What If Project is a join me on the journey Mm -hmm. adventure.
1: And that's been, and to be fair, that's been really tough for each of us at different points in the process, right? Because because of our general nature, which is (laughs) overachieving and, you know, perfection, and, like, I've got to get it right, and if I'm going to put it out in the world, it, like, people... Like, I, people have to be able to say, okay, it's perfect kind of thing. Like, I do I do struggle with that a little bit. Like, if you're going to look at me, you need to see exactly what you're supposed to see. And so not having a plan it's makes a little, that challenging. It is it
0: is challenging. And so, like, side note, just to learn a little bit more about Tracy and Rain, uh, if you envision the girl in, in school that when the teacher was like, oh, we're going to give you – extra credit so you could actually get instead of getting a 100 you could get a 104 or 105 we were like yes yeah yeah because the hundred was never good enough
1: right, right? and you like, only had to write one page for extra credit but it was really like two and a half by the time we turned it in yes
0: or if there was an opportunity to get an extra gold star like we would be like trampling over other people to try to get right. it like that's that's like our driven let me prove to the world that I can do this and I'm the best at this. And, and it has
1: served us well and, to this point. But, well, we've, but we've recognized the limitations well, of those yeah, things. Yes, so it is limiting.
0: Yeah. And then in, in, in other respects, I will disagree with you that in other ways it has not served us well. I can think of other, like, because that sets you up as a perfectionist. And it's not always great to be a perfectionist.
1: No, I just mean it has given us the opportunity to really be successful in our professional lives. And I, you know, I don't have a lot of other women in my professional sphere, either in my business or, you know, that I know of just sort of generally that do what I do. And so when I say it served us well, I guess what I mean is it's allowed me to continue to keep achieving the way that those like those benchmarks are set up to allow me to achieve. Okay. I agree with you,
0: but I will also say that it has been, um, a challenge for me in my life as well, because I will tend to not even do anything if I don't think I can do it perfectly. Well, that's so like of... you get a failure to, to launch because sure. you don't like I can't, I can't I don't like other anything other than perfection. So one of the things, because we realize like that that's a really like that's not a super great way to continue forward because it doesn't have to be perfect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so one of the things we've also just kind of decided on and we have to keep reminding ourselves and we will continue to have to keep reminding ourselves Is, as uh, we heard someone say like c plus is fine which i think rain and i both recoil a little bit on that yeah i'm still
1: i'm still having a hard time with that (laughs) one c plus um but we do realize
0: too like the if you're trying to get it perfect it's definitely going to be a way to hold yourself back so we're trying to take those big boulders out of the way to let go of that perfection and realize like you know done is really great because done is better than doing nothing as long as it's still done with integrity it, it is done well like mm-hmm. very well to
1: our best to our best ability in the moment that we're in I mean we're not I, I'm not interested in doing something just to get it done if and you said this earlier too like neither one of us wants to just do it to get it done to say it's done like we still want to put our best effort yes. into it I yeah. want I still
0: want my best effort but it doesn't have to be perfect. polished yeah because I'm not perfect yeah at the end of the day Alas, I have tried. It did not work. Right. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about um, uh, quite a few things, and we've, t- we've, we've kind of set up what is the what-if project. So kind of to summarize it, we definitely have decided on uh, launching a podcast. Mm-hmm. And which I'm
1: excited about, which we know nothing about. We really are learning literally from the ground up. Yes, literally like we don't
0: have any of the podcast parameters set up yet. So mm-hmm. we're recording and it is our intention. This will become a podcast. Um, this is not perfect. Right. We are outdoors. There, uh, we are set ourselves up in a space that we felt like we can thrive. But it means that the podcast won't be perfect because right now there's an airplane flying overhead and some people are... I, don't know, really I sure. don't know what
1: they're doing they're, sometimes I think they're like, building a
0: neighborhood back there well, I was, It sounds like they're tearing houses down <laughs> to me is what okay, it's, They're
1: un-building, uh, a unbuilding a
0: neighborhood So like you know this is our real life But this is our real beautiful amazing life Where we live in this beautiful space In eastern North Carolina We have access to a beautiful lot Where we can sit and set up All day long and And, and work but still be in a space where we thrive Which means it's not going to be perfect But was perfectly what we needed Right. And so the podcast is a definite. We're going to do that. We are doing that. Um, We will have social media and we are working on setting up some printables, Mm -hmm. some kind of like things that we are passionate about. We have knowledge about that we can put in a space of something that will look like a printable uh, for sale. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's it. Like that's, that's as far as we've gotten. Mm -hmm. right? Mm Right. Yeah. So it's the, it's it's come take this journey with us we're going to actually kind of record this live show it to you live along the way not give you a look back we're like this is it we've given you the look back there's not much else to look back on (laughs) like this is the look back yeah so we're looking back a max of maybe like two months um two and a half months and a
1: lot of that a lot of that two and a half months was clarifying our words yes it was you know what it it wasn't any of the details of it it was just i need to make sure that we're doing this with integrity i need to make sure that we're prioritizing generosity we need to make sure that we are going to be as open as we possibly can because we want as many people to succeed as possible and we want to be a model of you can be a mess and still make progress. (laughs) Like You don't have to know. You don't have to all figure it out. You don't have to know. You just have to figure out what do I do next and then do that next. And then whatever that results in, you make literally the next decision. That's awesome. And so there
0: probably will be a couple of podcasts that we come back and we go over a few things that we've learned over the last few months. Because there have been some big things like – and, and it's a total different conversation. But one thing was, we really realized like, when you're like, okay, I want to make a different set of, of income earning potentials, um, that you probably need to figure out your your current finances. Right. So, while, like we said, like we have income, we, we, we're comfortable, we live comfortably, we live a very convenience based lifestyle mm-hmm. um, because we work a lot and we don't have a lot of time. But we really needed to take a hard look at our our finances personally and then know, okay, well, I really need X amount of money to live and live comfortably. But a lot of that money right now is going to convenience items that if I had more time, I wouldn't need to be spending this money. And so we realized that was a space we were. Mm -hmm. And and, and actually along the way, conversating with other women found out there other women in similar situations had the same exact thing. Like, Mm -hmm not really having that firm grasp over the amount of money that was going out versus the amount of money coming in and then looking at the future. So those kinds of things I think we'll go back and talk about along the way. But again, they were these benchmark kind of parameters of things that needed to happen to set us on that pathway to success.
1: Well, and to and to help us firm up in our own mind that we were it was a possibility it was a real possibility real possibility yeah i mean for me that was as much what that exercise was about as actually knowing my numbers
0: yes and it makes it a tangible like a tangible reality Mm -hmm. like this is doable
1: yes we can do this right
0: and there were a couple other things so those are definitely those are things we'll go back and talk about but from here forward we want to like have you join the journey with us and actually watch us do it success or fail or is there such a thing for failure what if you couldn't fail
1: yeah what if I don't well I think we, I, what if I agree I like my personal opinion and I've always been a bit of an optimist in this way is that there's really no such thing as failure and I well and part of it I think you know we've talked about it before with what I do like a lot of times I have to do something that doesn't work in order to figure out the thing that does work (laughs) and that's you know that's something that people say but it doesn't seem true right it seems like because when you fail you feel like oh my gosh it didn't work and like a lot of times especially people with our personality types take that personally and we tend to internalize that yes and so what we really want to exemplify is nope the fact that it didn't work out the way that you thought that it was gonna work out that just that just because we don't have a plan it doesn't matter (laughs) like now we're going to take where we are and we're going to take the next step and we're still going to keep building towards our goal and create a community where we can actually
0: discuss that so that when when somebody else gets discouraged because it didn't quite turn out the way we they wanted it to we can be the voice that says okay well here's the times that we quote unquote failed Mm -hmm. or something didn't quite work out the way we wanted and and instead of It being a negative thing, we just turn it into a positive thing. Right. We were able to
1: learn something different. What what
0: did we learn? mm -hmm. What did we learn about ourselves? How can we do it differently next time? Or how do you then take that quote unquote negative and reverse engineer it into a positive
1: and that'll feed our creativity in so many ways too because when you when something works out the way you expect it to work out then you you know you already are sort of ahead of that already you're like okay i knew that was going to happen so now i can do this and i can do this and i can do this well if it didn't work out the way you thought it was going to work out but you still want to go to the next step you just have to do it a different way or maybe the next step then you're like oh gosh you know what that wasn't really the right next step i just didn't know it right so a lot of times
0: i think people what they internalize is a failure and i have done this myself too it really wasn't a failure it was maybe just a a step back or a step sideways or a too much of a step forward Mm -hmm. you overstepped Mm -hmm. right it's just a little bit of a a mr oh my gosh Mm
1: -hmm.
0: say the word for me too. trajectory thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know you just you just missed it by a little bit but doesn't mean all the work done before then isn't amazing and totally count for something because you've already done all the work to get to the point to fail in order to get to the point of quote-unquote failing you've had to have done a crap ton of work to get there right and so then you dismiss all that with one single like misstep when instead if you just see it as a misstep so those are the kinds of things that the what if project are going to be talking about so we're going to be living experimenting journeying through and inviting you to come along with us anything else
1: I was just going to say a minute ago um, when you were talking about internalizing the negativity that, you know, one of the things that we wanted to sort of reframe was actually internalizing the positives too, because we do tend to focus on what's so negative. But if you can learn to see what seems like a failure as really a productive step in whatever process you're working with then that, I think, to me, is as valuable as anything that you might have done by succeeding in your first goal in the first place.
0: Absolutely. Like, just seeing it as a value, something of value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how different our lives would be if we just reframed the way we saw things.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's something that, you know, I think will be – that's something that we're going to have to – just actually do, and we're gonna have to say, oh, that you know, it, we're just gonna have to do it because that's not something that I'm super skilled at yet. I'm gonna have to practice it. That's awesome. And so then
0: another thing I
1: just thought of with the What If Project, that
0: and it feeds back into just community and you know this the space for everyone is is realizing as much as we do know, there's a whole lot that we don't know, but there's other people out there that do know. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely this is a space that eventually we want to invite people into to Mm -hmm. kind of highlight their expertise Mm -hmm. Um, and we already have a list of of just personal friends and and, uh, Acquaintances that are doing stuff really really well Mm -hmm. And we want to learn from them Mm -hmm. and Rain and I are both like lifelong learners. We love to learn Uh, We love to continue developing our skill sets and so we really want to hear from them as well and really celebrate what they're doing and and hear about the things that they've maybe didn't thrive at the first time around and hear about those those stories as and help celebrate those things definitely okay so we've talked about our a whole bunch of stuff so i think that we've probably got to the end of this what do you think i think we're i think so all right and our guy next door cranked his car (laughs) and i think that that's the
1: that's the, that's the, clue. as he
0: drives off into the sunset. We've been sitting out here for six hours
1: and I had no idea he was in there. I mean, he must have been
0: asleep. It was my, our, our. It's
1: 5.30 p.m. Maybe our, he's like a, fi- is he a firefighter or a police officer or something? Um, no,
0: he's on the C 130 crew. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's probably going to fly at night.
1: Gotcha. That makes sense.
0: <laughs> or maybe he partied all night the night before. I don't Who know. Knows.
1: Well, good on but him. we're gonna we're
0: gonna assume he's gonna go fly the friendly skies for so, the United States Marine
1: Corps. So hopefully he did not party on my list. I really hope not. Yeah. All right, so that's a wrap. That's a wrap. All right.